Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Welcome back, Fins fans, for another episode of Inside Leverage exclusively on the Fans First Sports Network. We are here today to do a little preview of the upcoming Christmas Eve game between our Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, guys, we we just witnessed the uh, Bills basically trounce and obliterate the Cowboys defense and just the Cowboys overall. Dak didn't look comfortable. He did not look good today. He did not look like an MVP candidate. Um, what are you guys thinking as far as what are we to expect, how we're going to attack this Dallas defense, and how is Dak and that offense going to fare against our top-ranked defense? Well, if I can start it off, um, 
I think that they're going to come with a physical game plan. Now that they felt that embarrassment that they haven't felt in a while this this whole entire season, they've been having a really good season, been winning a lot of games, and this is the first time they really felt like they couldn't do anything. So we are going to definitely see a different um, Cowboys team. So it's important that we match that energy and exceed it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's going to be the one of the keys to the game as we kind of break it down later on this week of how are we going to um, bring that energy? Is it, is it towards the running game? Is it the passing game? Um, are we doing more blitzes? So as the week goes along, we'll figure out like what are the, some of the real keys to the game. But the biggest thing is matching the energy that I think they're going to bring. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, definitely. They, they got gashed up. They just gave, they gave up two rushing touchdowns and 170 something yards to to a running back so Dan Quinn is gonna make his bones and making an adjustment so we're gonna have we're gonna have to match their adjustment like I know Dan Quinn's gonna emphasize and stop and run so I think if we attack if we attack correctly give we'll see what we have the guys we have out there it's gonna be isn't it fair world for us but I'm I'm big on this energy it's the same way you're talking about we gotta match the energy if we bring our lunch money and our, we, we we do what we supposed to do it's gonna be a good game we might fare out well Going into this matchup, I think after seeing what we saw from James Cook on the ground, I, I would hope that Miami's able to capitalize in the same regard and continue to reinforce what they've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks as far as, you know, just becoming more of a run dominant, not necessarily dominant, but just more balanced and just keeping the run game involved and keeping the defense honest. Um, it seemed like the Buffalo Bills – didn't really have to do much offensively because of how well they played defensively as well. But for us, I don't, I'm not going to go into this game expecting for Dak to have another poor performance. So um, I think every game stands on its own merit and we have to go out and take care of our, our business out there and run the football, play good defense and, and limit our own um, mistakes going into this matchup and everything else will take care of itself. What what I will say about the preview um, in, in in my ass in my eyes is looking at what happened to the Cowboys. I know it's going to be a tough, hard fought game, but if we attack these guys on the ground, get in Moster in the in the open, man, I I feel like this could definitely be something that gives us something to build on as we kind of close the season, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to the run game being our bread and butter. But we look at Tua and what he can do. We start eating in the run game. Next thing you know, Tua's hitting the guys right behind the linebacker. So, I mean, the preview for this game is is, is I, I I see us kind of maybe taking a little bit out of I, I don't see us being as heavy to the run game as Buffalo was. Looking at that Buffalo game against the Cowboys, they they you know they really linked on the run. They really kind of took the ball out of Josh Allen hands, kind of you know making sure he doesn't lose them the game. So, I mean, I look forward to our run game being dominant, but I also want to make sure that, you know, Tua still clicking on all cylinders, hitting the guys that he needs to win. You know, maybe we get Tyreek back. Maybe we don't need Tyreek. Maybe he rests another week, but we'll see, man. Real quick, and I think I know a reason why. I think they were trying to limit Micah Parsons and trying to, like, kind of tire that defensive line because they're really good. So you kind of want to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And they had some good opportunities, some good looks in the passing game that they took advantage of. So 
that's what I think maybe our game plan heading for. We'll see. But I think the game plan for the Bills was to slow down that defensive line and then to kind of take advantage of any opening opportunities in the passing game. No, I, I tend to agree, uh, mechanic. They they definitely took the ball out of uh, Allen's hands. He only he was only seven or fifteen for ninety four yards. He threw a touchdown. I know he ran for another touchdown, but man, they gashed the Cowboys for two hundred and sixty six yards on the ground. James Cook was twenty five. He had twenty five carries for one hundred seventy nine yards. Like it was clear as day what they were doing. Ball control, smash them, smash mouth, hit them in the mouth, <laughs> just run the ball down their throat. And and just out bully the Cowboys, and that's exactly what they did. They were making business well, decisions. I was watching the game, and I'm watching the highlights now. And it's the it, 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 they didn't do nothing fancy. He run his zone runs to the outside. The Cowboys didn't want to tackle him. They didn't. They were. I don't know if it's maybe the weather, whatever it is. But if we attacked them like that, they look soft. They, they play soft boy football. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's gonna be, that's gonna be the case. But we gotta punch those boys in the mouth. French, you wanted to add on to that? Well, I was I was gonna say they ran the ball 25 times. When you run a ball like that, you know, what they also did was they wanted to limit how many times Zach had the ball. So, you know, when you talk about an offense like the Cowboys who could put up points, you know, you do want to kind of limit uh them to as many uh positions, uh possessions as possible. That way, you know, you can still build off that with your run game, choose some clock and get out of there with the win because you know, you don't get style points by making it a 50, 45 point game. You know, if we can make it a, a, a 27, 13 kind of game, get out of there with the dub, that's what I want. Yeah, no, I mean, there's something to say about what you said. Zach was 21 of 34 for 134 yards. And in INT, he was sacked three times by that Bills defense. And basically, they ran 20 times for 89 yards. Um, I think it was Pollard who had uh, the most yards. He looks like he had 11 carries for 52. And Dak was moving around in the pocket and trying to make things happen with his legs. He had four rushes for 27. He was their number two rusher. Um, basically, that's it. I mean, uh, CeeDee Lamb had an underwhelming game. He had seven receptions for 53 yards uh, with 10 targets. Ferguson, the tight end, basically candy store, six receptions for 44 yards. So this uh, uh, MVP candidate, quote unquote, Prescott, did not look very good against a um, an injury-riddled defense for the for the Bills. Um, just trying to pivot off this a little bit. And, and if, if we can, let's play the hypothetical game. Um, what do you guys look at since we did see, uh, basically how this game turned out for the, for the Cowboys, what are you guys seeing, um, considering, I know it's hard to, you know, to, to predict who's going to be available, who's not going to be available. Hopefully our team come back, you know, could come back a little healthier for this matchup. So uh, what are your thoughts on how we should maybe attack these guys or maybe use the same, um, I guess, the same mentality that the Bills did against the Cowboys? Well, uh, hypotheticals um, are if, if we're looking at hypotheticals and who might come back, I mean, it, it, it'd be a positive to get Javon Holland back, depending on what, what he can give us. Uh, it'd be a positive to try to get uh, Hunt back, depending on what he can give us. But, you know, when we talk about getting these guys back, I want to get these guys back if they're ready to go. You know what I mean? Teach there. I want I want to see what hypothetical of him playing. I know he didn't play a, a couple snaps towards the end of that game. Maybe it was just maintenance, you know, with the game out of hand. You know, you, you pull your starter. So, 
I mean, there, we, we got a lot of hypotheticals and scenarios that, that are going up when it, when we talk about this roster. And, but one thing we've seen, and yeah, we can critique some guys like Lester Cotton uh, on certain plays, but as, as we've seen from this guys and even Tua, uh, given the right amount of time, he's going to get the ball out. Um, long as the run game, the run game looks pretty hungry. Junior, what do you think? I think that having um, not having Tyreek is going to be an X factor um, in the passing game. So I think we're going to still hold true to who we are and still run the ball in certain situations to kind of keep them honest. But ultimately, I think that having Tyreek is going to bring a different dimension than what they've seen in the um, against the Jets. And I just have a good feeling our receiving core is – can have an advantage over their DBs, and that will uh, that will allow our guys to uh, for Tua to get the ball out quicker because the, the the windows are going to be more open, um, and that's probably going to frustrate that defensive line. So um, Tyreek, that's the X factor I think approaching to this game. Listen, I, I I don't care who's on the field. I think we have a better team. I I, I we have the better team. We have the we're riding on the high moments. They're coming off a loss, so they're going to get with a really, really tough punch. But once again, hypothetically speaking, if we get all our dogs back, they don't have an answer for that, man. These guys got punched in the mouth and got punked. I've always thought these, I always thought these teams like that were finesse teams. They're a finesse team. They they do all this little cute stuff. We we If we run the ball that we're supposed to, we smash those boys literally with the – Hammer, hammer, hammer. No, they won't. They want. They have nothing to answer that. And I'll tell you something else. The Cowboys aren't very good on the road. So, and and we're actually very good on at home. So that's something else. Although I know it's a four o'clock game, the weather probably won't be much of a factor. But I think uh, that being said, that plays a a, a good hand in 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 our favor. They're they're not home. They're also. It's, they're gonna be away. They, they're gonna get home late for the holidays. They're in Miami. <laughs> You're traveling. And it's an hour, hour difference, but it's still it's, hey, it's different. So yeah. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What what I will say as, as far as just kind of looking at this, this, this Cowboy game, they haven't lost back-to-back games all season. We've only lost one game at home all season. So when I look at kind of the, the well, how did the old saying when the rubber meets the road, listen, this Dolphin team is not going to let up. And you've seen, we come out, jump on this Cowboy team early in the first half, you get a 17 zip uh, uh, going into halftime or 21. You know, my magic number for this team is I, I, I need at least 17 to 21 points in the first half. 17 as my floor, 21 as my ceiling. You're giving me 21 points going into the halftime. This defense should be able to close out any team, including this uh, uh, Cowboy team coming in. So, I mean, it, everything's at, at our you know disposal right now. And Stephen Ross would love, I'm sure, to shove it in Jerry Jones' face because he's very flamboyant. And I'm pretty sure Stephen Ross ain't got no issues with Jerry Jones, but Jerry Jones is a very uh, uh, over-the-top owner. So I'm pretty sure Stephen Ross would love to have that in his feather when he goes over and shake Jerry's hand. But man, I'm 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 just interested to see what what this defensive line does specifically. We got JPP and we got Melvin Ingram, and none of these guys have touched the field yet. Man, this like can somebody get in here and tell me? Am, am I seeing the final layer to this defense? Does this defense have another gear? Shall I say? Well, French, I, I think I think it's gonna it's gonna bring a different element to it because you have Holland who was out, X was out. Um, and then you're going to incorporate Melvin Ingram, that's going to help get more exotic looks for AVG to be a little more versatile. So I think I think um, Dak and that, op- that passing offense is going to see something really different and exotic. I think that's part, kind of a game plan um, Vic Vangio might uh, approach this game as this is a, the Christmas game. is going to be kind of on prime time, late night, I mean, mid- uh, afternoon game. I think we're going to see a little more exotic on defense, and I think we're going to see aggressive aggressiveness. You know what I'm saying? A little more blitzing, hopefully. But I think having Ingram in and 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 Holland and 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 X back is going to help. Do Do you think JPP gets playing time before uh, Melvin Ingram? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in the. He's been in the. In the, in the... But a lot longer, if you may. I think this is the game that you might unfold them. Out. And to be completely honest, the way Cam Good showed out, I man, listen, Vic Vangel, he sees things that we don't see. These things, these games and these practice that they play, 
Some of these players have speed. You might listen. This you might see. You might you might have a Tindall package. I don't know to be completely honest with you, but I do I do know that this is the first time that I'm looking forward to getting these these Swiss Army pieces. JPP could do a bunch of little things for you. So can Ingram. And let's not forget about Mr. Jerome neck pad baker man we get that guy back in and we should get him back in a couple games i know we're, we're 14 so i know you, you guys asked about the defense but there's a lot of hypotheticals that we could talk about this defense so just for this game i saw that the zach martin zach martin was a little bit gimpy i think this is going to be a christian wilkin and zach zeeler game this is this is what i'm feeling this is my what i see they, the in the penetration is going to be crazy I kind of agree with you. I think that you got to, just like any other game, you know, you, you make a team one-dimensional. You got to be able to shut down uh, their running game and make Dak make some decisions. I know that he's looked good uh, at times this year, and, again, he's been considered an MVP candidate. Uh, but I, I have a lot of confidence in Vic Fangio's defense and the players that we have on defense, uh, specifically when they're healthy. I think getting back Holland is going to be big. I think getting back Elliott is going to be big. Um, so hopefully we can get both of those guys back for, uh, for this game, uh, on Christmas Eve and, uh, and also X, let's not forget about X. I know he's an older guy, but he, he's, he's still a pivotal piece for that, this defense, which allows, um, Fangio to move around chess pieces and, and come up with the, uh, packages the blitz packages and pressures where he can, you know, having those two studs on the outside where he doesn't have to worry about receivers. So. It's going to be interesting. I know that we talked about a hypothetical earlier as far as uh, who's going to be available, who's not. It's hard to tell because uh, it's only, it's very early in the week, and we really haven't gotten a uh, an injury report. But it, it looks promising, again, uh, for me, that the offensive line uh, health is going to be key to be able to operate on offense and run the ball and, and just be able to uh, install and integrate Tyreek if, if he is available to come back next week which I expect he will be since he was borderline this week. So we'll see how that develops throughout the week. Yeah, for, for me, honestly, bro, I, I I think we have to run the football effectively and do a lot of what we did today and mitigating the pass rush with a lot of quick plays, that quick developing plays to get the ball out to our guys out in space and allow them to make plays. And I think that's going to be a key factor, especially with – um. This pass rush coming in, I know they weren't great um, today, but they are overall have been a very proficient pass rush unit. So I would, to mitigate that, I would definitely love to build on what we did, getting Claypool and some of these guys out in space and allowing them to make opportunities, utilizing our tight ends and, and our, our running backs in the passing game as well. I think it help uh, A-Chain out in space on some of those linebackers is a matchup I like. Um, and um, defensively, just um, try to get as much pressure as we can on Dak Prescott and force them into mistakes. And the sound coverage on the back end, Buffalo was in a lot of zone, too high, and they forced him to make, um, you know, accurate throws with their coverage, man. They were they blanketed those guys. So um, for me, I definitely want to see something like that. I think we have a defense for that. We got the guys. Even, even, even with the guys, let's just, let's just say we go with the guys today. I think we have the, the the guys to cover him up. Like you put you put Jalen Ramsey, and that's that's CD Lamb is a wrap. So Vic Vance, you have a bunch of coverages. So I, I I I they were getting home with four. The Bills weren't the Bills weren't really blitzing like that. I gotta watch the games to see if they really how, how much they and often they blitz. We could get home with four, 
And you like Vic Vanjo Cook, and let's say hypothetically speaking, we get these guys back. We get let's just say we get X back, and we get Holland back. Just one, one, one and one and one. It's gonna be a problem because listen, they box these guys up. The Bills, the defense is, is kind of depleted, and they they showed out, man. And, and once again, inspire inspire football. I want to match if the if the defense plays like they played today. Nobody scored on us, man. This this defense is humming, man. I agree, and 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 I think um, once we kind of get things going, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Uh, real quick, I, I just saw something something we've been talking about. The Cowboys are three and four away, and they're six and two at home. And according to DraftKings, we are one point five favorites heading to the Christmas game. So we always the home team always gets that. That's 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 yeah. Home, home team usually gets three. You get three. So yeah. look at look at that. And the, and this is without having the full injury report, not knowing who's going to play if Tyreek and everybody else is going to play. So this is very it's gonna it's gonna be a good game. I'll tell you that. Junior, I I I met, I, I, I met, remember talking about the offensive line. Like, how do you how do you see us going forward with the guys? What are you doing going forward without if we get Robert Hunt or we don't get Robert Hunt? What 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 would you like to see there? Well. You you kind of want to try to keep it continuity wise, and and hopefully that with Robert Jones and Cotton playing at the same position on the left and right side that they they'll that they'll improve. But essentially, we need Robert Hunt. I think we need Robert Hunt for at least these first two games to kind of kind of get us going. But Tua has been in this situation where he he had back uh, O line play and he still balled. So. I think I think that those guys with with continuity will will continue to improve, but having Robert Hunt back will definitely boost the offensive line. Yeah, yeah, bro. I I I think they might go to that quick release uh offensive offensive game plan, and I think that that we might we might be getting by for that because we're really good running the balls. I'm not worried about running the ball, but for pass protection, I think we might go back to quick screens slants or whatever plays that Tyreek motions and stuff like that. I think we might get back to that. I think that's that's a key but, for that. But while we having Tyreek back is gonna help with that those uh yes. quick passes because he gets open all the time and even if he's a decoy, he's gonna allow Waddle to eat in situ- in this in that situation too. So I need them to get back to how they did it last year. A combination of a one and two in games, both of them having a hundred yards. Yeah I, I think we'll see that going forward. I think uh, maybe, um, you know, Mike is, is still learning. He's his second year as a head coach. He's still learning. And I think that uh, not that he's been so solely reliant on Tyreek, but um, I think that spreading the ball around, especially with a quarterback like Tua that is very capable of doing that, I think he's going to be able to do that. And how important it is to be able to do that and also run the ball in the playoffs. It's going to be very interesting to see how things develop in these uh, last three games and going into the postseason. Yeah, I think we needed this game. I think we this the game was definitely a confidence, a confidence builder. If you 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 saw how our offense play, and I'm I'm not one of those. Is that all oh, Tyreek Hill is becoming the focal point of, of the offense? I'm telling you right now, we had Tyreek. If we have Tyreek, this game two was probably seventeen for seventeen. How I made that mistake, uh, but. I like the fact that Waddle was here was 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 big though. He took it upon himself to hey, listen, you got sauce, DJ, whoever you want to put, I'm, it's barbecue chicken, and everybody stepped up. Braxton Berrios had that crazy little catch that we that we needed. A Claypool made a couple of plays, even though someone got caught in the holding. But I like the fact that it's this 
the coach showed you that listen, man, this isn't just Tyreek, man. We a whole team. Listen, it's gonna it's all simple for the Dolphins leading these last three games. Number one, we beat Dallas, we clinched the playoffs. Number two, you beat Baltimore, you clinched the East. And number three, you beat the Bills, you are number one seed. So just win. Let's get it, fins up. That being said, I'm looking forward to all the guests that we're going to have on this week and all the analysis and breakdown that we'll be bringing to you guys. So please stay tuned. Thanks for listening to another episode of Inside Leverage.